This episode is brought to you by Brazilian Wax and Spa by Claudia, home of the $38 Brazilian Wax. They are the only vegan waxing center here in Pittsburgh and they offer a variety of services such as vegan facials, dermaplane, sugaring, threading, body detoxing. And fellas, they even have beer treatments. Ladies, a new blowout bar was installed this month and that's just naming a few services. The spa is located in Mount Lebanon at 660 Washington Road, Suite 203. They do validate parking in both garages, so stop by and tell them GRS sent you. Now Now let's get into episode 30. This is episode 30 of Girls Running Shit, and I am Miss Kia. I'm Janita. And I'm Mia. And we are here with our special guest, Kayla, who is the head chef, co-owner of Costa Brazil. We'll be getting into her interview a little bit later in the show, but let's do some check-ins. Yes. (laughs) Mia, go ahead, girl. I feel good. I had a good um, past two weeks. I let some things go. Finally, I got a new job, so awesome new beginnings. Yeah, yes, yes. I needed it. I quit my other job. Finally, finally, no two weeks notice. Got the fuck up out of there. So, um, (laughs) I (laughs) don't deserve it. Um, Trying to be more positive and just trying to look on the bright side of every and anything that I can. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just in a good a good space right now. Um, so yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Good. Oh, that means for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything's been great. You know, we were in New York City, and that's where I belong. That's where I feel at peace is up there. Um, work's going good. I mean. I've had my days where I'm just like, fuck everything, but I'm blessed. And I'm trying to wake up every morning and say, I'm blessed to have my job. I love my job. I, like, I don't want nobody to get twisted. They listen to the, that's what I love my job. <laughs> I love it there. Um, but sometimes you just don't want to go to work. Yeah. So I've been trying, the new thing that I've been saying is like, oh, like instead of saying, I don't want to go to work, I'm grateful for my job. Mm-hmm. So I saw it on the internet since I've been saying like positive affirmations of things, like Mia was saying, I'm trying to like see the positive of everything. So I'm just enlightened more because I don't want to put my negative energy out on people. And like when I do have like a really shitty day, I can put that energy on people sometimes and I don't want to do that. So I've been trying like, very hard just to say like positive things or like deleting certain things from like Instagram, like mm-hmm. certain people that are not positive or like things that I want that I shouldn't want, if that makes sense. Like false uh, profits, yeah. pretty much. So I've been like trying to clear out my social media and a lot of a lot of negative shit has been going on in my life, but you know, a lot of positive shit has been like covering that. Yeah. So I feel like when you 
eliminate certain like toxins from your like body or your life you know the universe sees that you're trying very very hard Mm -hmm. so they'll put like positive affirmations in your life so there's a lot of opportunities that have been coming up for me i did the panel for exposure which was great and it made me realize i'm out here giving all this information and like advice to people and i'm not taking it for myself social media wise Mm -hmm. so i was just like i need to eliminate some people that aren't you know, me or not within like the realms of something that I'm trying to accomplish. So everything's going well, but you know, I still have my bad days, but the good is outweighing the bad now. So I'm blessed. Yeah. Janita. I'm just tired. (laughs) Um, work has been a lot, but like emotionally, physically, I'm just tired, but it's going to get better because it's, it's written that it's going to be better, but just right now, as soon as it's November, the end of November, that's when I'll be at peace with a lot of things. But other than that, I'm good. I'm here. What's November? Just all the meetings are over. Oh, okay. It's like a dead season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like the rapture's coming. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, because that's what it was written. Oh, yeah. Um, look at that. Yeah. Coming. <laughs> kind of my motto too because mm-hmm. it gets heavy sometimes trust me so but it's been a busy week um today's wednesday right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes so but i was able to take sunday off that didn't yes. happen like in the last three months whatever wow. so that was a big plus uh for me i was like i didn't show up to casa and i love casa i love being there <laughs> but uh, you know you need your time off yeah. sometimes yeah. and i was able i was happy that i was able to recognize that i needed that time off and just be away so yeah. today i got back all refreshed and ready to go take them days off people yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm a big advocate yeah. for that oh, i'll take a week off and show up <laughs> <laughs> all refreshed and shit. Like, <laughs> you go don't worry about it. Period. Okay. Swear. I want somewhere for me. Okay. Yes. Oh my god. That's how I walked back in after New York. I was just like <laughs> <laughs> all tan and shit. Because <laughs> we were on a rooftop. We went to um what was it called? Genius. And Genius like does a lot of things like in hip hop culture, rap culture, R and B culture. And um we got we went to this free event. Like you had to hurry up and register and we went and we were on this deck for like hours and I was like I need the sun it was just nice to get out of Pittsburgh for like a little bit yeah. and everything so I loved being up there I well, Joe K was great too Joe K was very great I, I love that I just wish more people would dance yeah I wish the narrative of like you know I just miss dancing not everybody's just like people just stay like watching what everybody's doing yeah on the phone. yeah, yeah. And just like this on the, the whole entire yeah. time. <laughs> Like, and I'm just like, how are you even, you know? And that's fine because I got a couple videos, but, like, I am I just miss, like, dancing. Yeah. And, like, going somewhere and, like, dancing with people. And it's not, like, 
a negative like narrative, but New York City was popping. Yeah. I love it there. I love that. I'm. I just want a bodega. If there could be just like a little bodega, like every little corner, and you know, in Pittsburgh, I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah, fresh fruit. Wish skin come true. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Are we getting into these hot top? No women shout outs? Oh, I have one. Okay. I do. I'm sorry. Let me shout out Danny Inez. Oh. Like I said, I've been going through some personal shit and I literally just like really appreciate her. She brought over this like little like Mickey, a happy kit with like cookies and like Powerade. Oh. And I, she was like, I bought you Powerade. I was like, it's the blue cup. She was like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite kind. So I give it like, you know, a shout out to her. She... Oh, I forgot the. I have to ask her about her show. She's going to hate me, but she has a lot of things coming up. She's about to be featured in a lot of things. And I'm just so very excited for her. Like, she's mm. such an amazing, like, woman. And she's such an incredible friend. I literally just met her in June. And, like, you know, we as thick as thieves. Like, I'll do anything for her. So I just want to give a shout out to her. Because she just really, like, helped me out, like, through my little rough patch that I was going through. But a bitch is back. So, yeah. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm about to send you something like positive that's about to like uplift you, bitch. And like something very like, you know, she takes the fire shorty stuff like very seriously. And it can, I would be having the worst of days where I just want to like choke everybody out. Like even somebody's grandma out. And she'd be like, listen, like you're in line with the spirit in the universe. I'm like, you know the fuck what? I am. I am the universe. I am a part of the universe. And like a whole day will be made. And I literally want to like carry somebody's grandma out. Like literally, like from zero to a hundred, like she's she's everything. So shout out to Danny. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into these hot topics. KFC now is offering a new donut chicken sandwich. So I guess there's three. I'll show you the picture. Like Krispy Kreme. They look like Krispy Kreme donuts. They do. A deep love for Krispy Kremes. Especially when it's off the right off the thing. When I live, I'm ready. Have you ever seen them? Yes. Get made. Yes. I would stand out. They want a Monroe bill. Yes, they You get to get free donuts. Yeah. You get to get free donuts. It was complimentary. I was like, I've never known a place yep. to give complimentary donuts. <laughs> <laughs> if the light was on, yeah. it was free. I don't know. I haven't they, been up there. I think there. they have it. Do they still? Yeah. Wow. There was a, a dunk, There was a Krispy Kreme in DuPont Circle where I used to work. And if the light was on, you got free donuts. Yep. And I would watch the donuts get made. And then they would give you, if the steam was still on them. It was like perfectly just melts in your mouth. Melts in your mouth. But I'm not eating this shit no. from KFC. No. I'm not doing that. that but that's the old Kia. That's the, this is disgusting. Yeah. And they're trying it in three different cities, like pitching it. And Pittsburgh's one of the cities. Of course. Um, they want us to die here. Um, they want us to fall over and just get the diabetes. Paula Dean just... had something to do with this. The Paula Dean. Oh, yeah, she did. Remember she did? I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> Remember she came out with the burger with the donuts. Oh. She used the burger. Oh. So I feel disgusting. like they were inspired by Paula. <laughs> she's still it's can't I mean she okay. she don't know whatever she's mm-hmm. doing, but I feel like they got some inspiration from Paula. Well, they don't need to bring it to Pittsburgh. Right. Well, I think it's going people to like. People won't eat it. It's the thing. Oh, people will eat. Yeah. Come on. People get curious about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I would, but I know people would. Yes. No. Just to say they ate it too. That's a. That's a try it. Mm. It's interesting. It don't look right to me. Cause what are you? So put- is the donut, the fried chicken, and what else? Yeah. So it's In like the, the donut. Uh, 
Two donuts. <laughs> two full donuts. <laughs> two full, not even it's like half. Right. right. It's like it's, chicken and waffles. You know what somebody said the other day? You did not say. You know what I used to do with my fat ass back in the day? I used to get the donuts and put them in a waffle maker. I had a little one. Oh. I would get. Oh. I would put it in. First of all, I would try it because your Brussels sprouts were delicious. So I would, you know. <laughs> Danny liked my empanadas too. It was the wrong bread. It was the wrong bread because I didn't feel like making dough from scratch. I was tired. But if I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it up to y'all when I make Jay, the dough from scratch. I tore it up regardless. <laughs> I love Delicious. making empanadas. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nobody's oh making God. empanadas out here. Las Palmas, but I've never been there before. We make it. We make Ooh, it Brazil oh, style. We make it. Oh, it. See the reaction videos, mm-hmm. I guess. All right, Pittsburgh's black residents could move to almost any other United States city of comparable size and have a better quality of life, according to major finding in a new report. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, when I read this, I forgot what time it got like released, but I read it around like my lunchtime, so like eleven or twelve, and I I literally was like crying, laughing, mm-hmm. like from like nervousness and just like. <laughs> Laughing at the same time. for a couple years and then also too it's just my family's hair and a lady at my job and she was like with all due respect please don't take this as offense do you see yourself as the exception because I have a I have a nice job I do that's why I that's the only reason why I'm here in Pittsburgh is because it, I was making less money in DC than I am here now and I wanted more corporate experience but it kind of just makes you think is there a place for us here and how is Pittsburgh you know the most livable city I think it's like eight years in a row but is it most livable for white people? Yeah. yeah. So should it just say most livable for the white people? Yeah. Sorry, niggas. Like, <laughs> that's the rest. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not, 
it makes me feel uncomfortable a little bit too because like I said I didn't ha- I didn't grow up here like when I was younger I came I would come on the weekends and stuff like that when I would come and visit my dad but I didn't spend my duration at the beginning of my 20s here I was up at Edinburgh and I was down in DC for five years so while I was living it up in the city in DC because everybody's of color there really it was a rare if I saw a white person I'm like I'm in the financial district <laughs> but if I was out and about and saw white people I'm like why are where is all these white people coming from? Mm-hmm. So coming back here yet again, I get culture shocked again. Cause yeah. you know, yeah. so it just makes me feel kind of like uncomfortable. It's like, do we have a place here? But also too, it makes me want to create more space here. Yeah. But, but how, when you see those statistics or they put that shit out to scare us. Yeah. That could be because they're trying, you know, I feel like they're making all this like new stuff here and they're trying to make it into, how can you call it little Brooklyn? There's niggas in Brooklyn. Everybody is of color there. There's every culture. We don't culture. have the culture to be considered something. No. Like it's it's black and white here. You don't see a lot of African culture and everything. When Cameron came up here that one time, they was looking at him like, well, what the is this? Because mm-hmm. he was dark skinned and stuff like that. And I'm just, I don't know. It's not going to make me want to go anywhere right now. But in the back of my head, I'm like, well, let me start plotting some shit. But I also think we need to utilize this and take these statistics and just kind of prove these people wrong. Advocate for yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't wait for some stuff like this to come out. And I mean, it, it is good that it, it, it's out, but it's like, like you said, what can we do to make it better? Yeah. Um, be more in connect in connection with your people and, and what you're doing and be more vocal and go out and support people more. Um like Kia said, don't let this shit scare you. We just gotta, I don't know. We just gotta figure a way out. But I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I was thinking of my escape route. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I know that I'm not gonna be here. I would love to buy real estate in Pennsylvania, but I'm not gonna, I don't know if I wanna settle here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I'm coming from farm life. I would, I would love to go and just stay up on my parents' farm and just take over and just have my children running around rampant yeah. and everything cool. But it's like, I don't want to give up on a city that, like, I'm from. I was born here. I was raised here until I moved. Like, it kind of puts a fire under my ass, too, to see, like, how can we change the property? Because there's there's people that don't have options. Mm-hmm. Like, we could easily go out, work our asses off, and leave. Mm-hmm. But there's people that are disabled. There's people that are on that property line that don't have, you know, the tools to go to college like we did and everything. Yeah. That don't have that motivation, you know, motivation just to you know, do whatever. So it's like, how can we help? How can we approve these areas? Because everybody's like, we're ready to get the fuck out of here ASAP. Yeah. Like, I saw everybody tweeting about it today. Like, everybody's like, we're going to Atlanta. We're going to Brooklyn. They said for us to go to Detroit. You know what? (laughs) Detroit. (laughs) Well, I mean, how do we get off of social media and really get together in person? I think that that's another thing because I've met a lot of people online, mm-hmm. but I never see anyone offline or I never see no one organizing offline. And maybe I'm not as connected as I would like to think that I am. Maybe there are people out here, you know, organizing and doing things. If it's underground, that's cool. You know, maybe I need to do some more work. But how can we get people off social media and actually doing stuff in real life or actually meeting together in real life? Mm-hmm. Um, and doing the work together. Yes. And everything. Yes, yes, mm, yeah. talk off Because mm, I think that's really what we really need to do. I think, I think social media is great with getting the word out to the masses, but then it should be also just as great as getting those same people together in real life. And I just don't 
know how to go about doing it. Or maybe I do, and it's <laughs> making it more complicated than what it needs to be. But that's just my thought. We just got some work to do. <laughs> that's all. But if you have the um, time to read that article, it was in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, and it's, it's fucked up. I'm sorry. It really, really is. Just reading the statistics. And I feel like it should just put a fire under all of our asses, yeah. too. So, you know, we'll figure it out. Moving on. Ben is out for the season. I don't think there's much else to say. Yay! His elbow's all messed up. <laughs> Bye, Ben. He Get did a pump fake and threw his fucking elbow out. And he's out for the whole season. Not three games. The whole entire... Sit your old ass down. Just He should have been gone. He should have been gone. Like, Everybody gone. I don't watch the it's like a, it's a I didn't watch the game. I, I, I don't really care to support him. I don't. Like, it, How do you don't throw your whole elbow out? For the whole season. For all the games. I watched the video and I was waiting for this big like... <laughs> yeah, he did. I kept like... He did this and it was... He probably wanted to be out. That's what happened. And he grabbed for his elbow and walked off the field. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) He said they said he out for the whole season. Whole season. That was day two. Yeah. Against the Seahawks. That's it. He said the whole season. He said I'm fucking out of here ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want to see this? Okay. (laughs) He was probably complaining. He probably applauded this. He was probably in the locker room like. I don't feel like doing this season. <laughs> Everybody's like, come on, Ben. You got super strength. He said, oh, okay. Watch. Bet. They said Ben Roethlisberger out for the whole entire season. Bye, Ben. All right. Bye, Ben. They said bye. Bye, Ben. Bye. You said he sold his house. He's ready to get the He's ready out, to of get out of here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fuck out of here, ASAP. All right. Issa Rae is reportedly producing a Set It Off remake. I don't like people touching shit. I love Issa Rae. I really need to get my nails done. My hair is like caught in here. With all my heart, I love her. I just don't. I don't know how to look. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't. That's a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Out of nowhere. Like, are we recording in the studio? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) leave it alone. Just things. Yeah, they're also remaking. What did I? I tweeted "Safe by the Bell." They don't need to remake that either. Just stop touching it. Just don't touch it. Just do another girl gang Robin Banks movie, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, do another, like, high school, well, starting in, like, grade school, middle school, whatever show. Stop touching it. Just like they did all that. Have we not learned our lesson yet? Oh, God. So sad. Have we not learned our lesson of how all that looks like complete, utter trash? No offense to the kids that are doing the show. It's just not... Yeah. Yeah, that's what they need. They deserve that money. But the show is not it. Pay them college loans off before you get to college. But it's it's not. I think maybe... I don't know. I, I love Issa Rae. I want her to branch off and do certain things. But I don't think anybody can portray... Cleo like Queen Latifah did Mm-mm. or Jada Pickett Smith or Vivica Fox and I forgot the one girl's name that's in all the movies I, I forget her name that Elise. money Elise is that her real name in real life Elise Diary Mad Black Woman I don't know I don't know I just don't feel like they should touch no. Certain things that just don't work out. Mm-mm. So, mm-mm. 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 all right. While she's finding the name, 
<sighs> so Janine Kimberly comes. Kimberly Elise. Close. You were Look there. at that. You were there. You were there. Yeah. You were there. She was there. You look at Elise, and I'm like, do I remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> no. She get hurt in a lot of movies. She really does. Gosh. She died in Seven Dogs, right? Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> Yeah, she did. She was the first one to go. Oh, well, yeah, spoiler she... alert if y'all didn't watch it. Already, <laughs> it came out 30 years ago. Right. Okay. Mm. You never know. You never know. <sighs> so let me get into this next hot topic about life, Jennings. Janita text. We have a group chat. Janita texted me and was like, have y'all heard this debauchery? And it said life, Jennings. First of all, I was never a fan of life, Jennings, growing up. I, oh, he scared me so much that I didn't want to look at men until I turned 18. That song about... Yeah, I was like, I'm not talking to Naye nigga until I'm 18. I, I loved his first album. I loved it. I, he went, he came to Schumann. My mom told me one day, and like she got his album from there. And like he talked to the kids because he was in jail. Yeah. And so like he talked to the kids like, stop the madness. They're still bad. But um, I got to listen to the album, and it was so good. It was just this that raw rasp mm-hmm. that you don't really hear all the time. But um, So she's like, did you hear this song called Slave by Life Jennings? So I thought it was on some slavery type shit. So I said, fuck, baby, no, I'm not listening to it. And it was the best thing because I, I just figured that I thought they knew what the song meant. Hell and man. whenever they said that, I was like, Oh my God! This is my opportunity to let them know this is it's not it's not that at all. This is going to be the best thing ever. So Janita proceeds to come to my house in Beyonce's 2019 and was like, "We gotta listen to it." I was like, "I don't want to hear anything about no more oppression, no more stuff about slavery." She's like, "Kia, it's not about it's not about it's not about slavery." And I'm like, "Okay." So literally, she. I put the video on. She didn't know there was visuals. I didn't know. And it was so much better. So we watched the visuals. And Life Jennings is normally in Detroit somewhere. You could see the, you know, what's that called? The fog coming out of his mouth. A cigarette and a big ass Burlington Coat factory leather coat. Oh, and her my lugs. God. And her <laughs> So that's what I was thinking. And he's going to be like, you, you. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was the women look impeccable in the video, but it literally looks like they did it in his backyard. Like they rented somebody's somebody's grandparent suite, sorry, the in law suite, and recorded this video. And he's literally saying, "I'm gonna treat you like a slave." Calm. Yeah, beat you like a slave. I'm tired of the violence. Oh, oh. And that's the censored version of what he said. He said, I'm going to treat you like a slave or beat you like a slave. I'm your master. I don't like that. Oh, God. I don't like that either. That's not sexy to me. You're not no. going to whip me like who to Kente. Like, I'm not Toby. But it was like BDSM type stuff. And I just knew that's, it was the best thing for anybody to listen to. Just for a chuckle. Just for a laugh. Because I lost my mind. Oh, she <laughs> like, like No, like, I lost my mind. Especially, <laughs> Mia, we played it for Mia. She just looked shocked and appalled by the whole thing in Phoenix. Oh, we got a video of it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was the worst. I just, but I laughed so And hard. he looked so uncomfortable in the video. He knew that that wasn't his, like, no. niche. So Amanda Sales went on Instagram and was like, the song was trash. And plus it's misogyny against like not only women, black people, because you're saying I'm going to beat you like a slave. So I think Charlamagne had words about it on the Breakfast Club. And then Life Genius was like, 
none of y'all were supporting me when I was talking about safe sex or, you know, falling in love with a woman. But now I want to talk about sex. We all have sex. I get it. But I don't want no nigga telling me I'm his slave <laughs> while we're doing our personal business. And I'm saying you're going to beat me like a slave. That's, if that's your cake, sis, then cool. But I don't need to be... I don't need to be the part of that and I don't need to download the music. I'm not going to download the music. No. And yeah. And even Amanda Sell was like the rest of the song was weak too but yeah go off. Mm. He like made a whole video saying that like he was like whatever her name is Amanda Sills or whatever. Right. You know who the hell she is. is. Like you know she's not insecure and you know that she's she's it. Like whatever. But the song wasn't it and he was uncomfortable in the video the graphics I could have made in 5.5 seconds. I could have did this video and I'm not even in video production. I can make a nice graphic, a nice little graphic design, some transparency words and stuff like that. I could have did that. He looked, And the way he looked at the camera at the very end will haunt me oh my God. for the rest of my life. I'll be on my dying bed and be like, <laughs> and it ain't it. No. Sorry, life. But what did you say? That's what happens when you date Carly Red. Yeah. I don't think Carly Red got no, no parts. Gucci product popped them tags. Ain't nothing. That's my favorite song. Stop. Gucci. What well, does it go? Pop them tags. Pop them tags. Oh, no, Gucci product. Gucci. Pop them tags. That's my that shit. Two step. Yeah, with them boots. That's it. That's all I can say. She don't got nothing to do with that. That song was trash. I'm sorry. And he should be very shameful about it just doesn't you know who real quick before we get into these events you know what else is shameful marvin gay's son <gasps> oh my god he got his dad plasma on the wall like tribute right <laughs> what? i have to show you this video janita please marvin go in. gay the third Suck. the third yeah has made a song and the video has gone viral it's one of the worst things I've next to that slave. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Oh my what God. page like, was that was on? Horrible. Was that that was Hollywood and Lot. Yeah. I showed it to my like, grandmother. I have reaction videos for my grandmother. <laughs> she said like, does he have an ill or something? Like, she I don't. I don't want you to watch oh, it. No, but no, I know she's gonna watch it. Watch it because. You know who Marvin Gaye is. Yes, yeah, I bought his stint today. I was so happy. Oh, <laughs> so there goes his son. I said, yes, he is, Grandma. In his own way. God took his time on him. It's just not good. Why would you do that? And who is his team? Who? You already know. But my thing is, why would they allow him to do that? And now the family going out here suing Robin Thicke and Pharrell, you should sue this nigga for doing this song. And, and then he had a nerve to have everywhere, everywhere in the video. The huge mural of yes. Marvin Gaye. Somebody should sue his ass. <laughs> Marvin Gaye did not get shot up by his father for this. Oh my god. He did not. He did not make distant lover for this. Oh. He did not. 
Because what's going on? Literally, every pun intended. I can't. I refuse. Lord. He should be ashamed of himself. And the people that were in the video should be ashamed. And they shouldn't have collected that money to do that video. They said they needed that extra $25 to get a fucking box pizza from Giant Eagle, a DiGiorno, to go on home. I can't. I'm so that really He's upset me. In. I'm that really because I love I really love Marvin Gaye, <laughs> and not saying that every artist's child should be involved because like, Blue Ivy might not be able to sing, but based off that documentary, baby, she okay. was okay. <laughs> and she was singing. Let me let me take that back. Blue Ivy is going to be a star. She can yes, she's she on the is. album. She's going to sing her little butt off. I love seeing Beyonce in the mall where Blue Ivy was best. Like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love Did you it. see where she told Rumi about saying moo? Yeah. And then the baby was like, she didn't make a moo noise. Uh-huh. And Beyonce was like, what does the cow say? And she's like, moo. <laughs> she was like, I heard you. I heard you. Like, I'm only two, please. For the love of God, Beyonce. So I don't know. Just Marvin Gaye's son, stop. Marvin Gaye the third, fourth, fifth, whoever you are, please stop. Oh, that just that, that ruined my grandmother's night. Kept that in privacy. My grandma, eighty-one years old, she didn't need to go through that. She didn't. Oh my gosh. Let's get into these events. Um, so coming up tomorrow through Friday, there's the Advancing Black Arts in Pittsburgh Symposium, the 2019. Um. Let's see what the verb is. So join black artists, cultural organizations, and creatives for advancing black arts in Pittsburgh Symposium, September 19th through the 20th at Museum Lab, which is at the Children's Museum. Um, together, everyone will explore this year's theme, which is there is black art in the future, securing and growing black creative communities throughout, excuse me, through insightful sessions, on-site consultations, and TED-style talks. Yay. So that's really mm. cool. Um, you can get the uh, tickets on Eventbrite. Yeah, the new Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know. Is it clear part of it? Is she? I'm more than positive that she was sing- she's singing at this. She I don't know. Yeah, she she, she booked and busy. It didn't add her. That. I think she like put it personally on her like page. Oh. Yeah, but um, Iron City Beer and Pittsburgh Moto presents. Glory Days, a vintage custom motorcycle show. It's in Pittsburgh, of course, on September 21st at the historic Carrie Blass Furnace? Furnaces? That's what Okay. Oh, it's from noon until 7, and the entry is $5. You can find out more information at www.glorydays, which is D-A-Z-E-P-G-H dot com. Okay. Oh, getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like, real hippie <laughs> It's a cute little design. What's up next? Um, um, so September 26th, there will be the Future is Black, a one-night immersive Afro-Futuristic art exhibit. Um, it is at 460 Melwood Avenue, September, oh, I already said that, September 26th from <laughs> 8 to 1 a.m. There'll be food, drinks, music, art, performances, and raffles. I believe that there is a competition. Is that the, the stylist portion? Yeah, it's at the Glitter Box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Bradley's a part of it. Yes, he is. Yeah. We, I put the video in our story today. Oh. That'll be cute. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I won't be here, but it's going to be cute. Okay. All right. Up on September 29th, Trap Yoga and Trap Boxing. Um, That will be 
on September 29th, like I said, sorry, at 5857 Forbes Ave. And it's going to be from oh, 1 until 3.30 p.m. It is a $10 entry fee. You can find this um, event through Eventbrite. And you can even pay on Cash App. And this is presented by Trap Yogi. Okay. And then we have an event by uh, Clara or a presentation. Or a yeah, release. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. Um, y'all can't eat. Yeah, y'all can't eat. Very, uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, oh, you don't like scary stuff? I don't like scary stuff. And time for the holidays, because I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but September 23rd, this, uh, y'all can't eat. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's a, it seems like something important. Yeah, they're dropping something, so... Uh-huh. Some of our friends are on there. Gosh. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. (laughs) I am ready. (laughs) But all of our events will be in our story. Um, If you do have any events coming up or anything, feel free to DM us. Feel free to reach out to us and let us know. Oh, you do. Oh, you have an event. I'm sorry. I have two events. I mean, not mine, but uh, like, uh, there's one tomorrow. Is the opening reception for a woman to woman, uh, not white collective. That's at Carly University. That's a group, um, mm. I'll just read very quick here. Yeah. Join us for our opening reception of the Women, it, Women exhibition uh, featuring the work of the Not White Collective. This event is free, open to the public. Get an exclusive first look at the show, dialogue with the artists, and enjoy yummy refreshments. So, about Women, it, Women it will feature the work of the Not White Collective expressing and celebrating the multifaceted perspectives of self-defined liberation, decla- declaring ourselves through our voices, bodies, and art, excavating histories, exposing realities, and exercising oppression. Nice. So Can you send that yeah. to mm-hmm. us, like screenshot it? Because yeah. yep. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I didn't hear about a lot of events going on, and it's a dry week. <laughs> and then there's another one happening on Sunday. That's called the Lookout Party, and that's at Grandview Park. Um, That's Hmm. um, free and open to the public. Ron's DJing. Yes, there there are four uh, DJs. Uh, It starts at noon, so Sunday, September 22nd, noon until 9 p.m. at Grandview Park Overlook. Uh, We'll be selling food there, uh, but uh, there will be another vendor as well. I think Leon's uh, food truck will be there. But people can bring their own food as well. Um, Do picnic, whatever, but there will be music uh, happening all day. It's a beautiful view. As far as I know, the weather's going to be nice. Mm -hmm. So celebrate the end of summer, beginning of fall. Nice. Did not know. Me Didn't see any promotion. Was it his story? Oh shoot. Sorry, sorry, Rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll have an honest story. <laughs> I just shared. Thank it's you. All right, so let's get into this interview. One of these days, I'll get that. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just needs to buy me the machine. It's coming. It's coming. It's it's building. Oh my gosh. Okay, so again, for those of you that don't know, Kayla is the head chef and co-owner of the Casa Brazil restaurant in Highland Park. Um, We also learned she's just a Wonder Woman. Uh, Beautiful, but... (laughs) We want you to tell people about yourself, Kayla. How did you get your start in cooking? Was that your first passion whenever you were, like, growing up? Was mm-hmm. that, like... Um, 
I started cooking at seven, but not because I had to. It's just because um, my mom, like, you have to learn, you know. Like, my mom is very, like, women do this, men do that. Yeah. And um, I'm the youngest, and I came to change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned how to cook all the while I seven, when I was seven, not to cook for no man, but to cook for hey, myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta survive. So, <laughs> yeah, so I like good food, I might as well make it. Right. So. Uh, that's when I started pretty much, but being the youngest and everybody, like, I was born, like, everybody was, like, much older than me in my family. I was just, like, the very last one. So my dad was, like, 57 when I was born, and my mom was 45. I don't know what they were doing, but they were doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so there I came. Uh, so I would, like, learn a few things, like, just to help around the house, and sometimes always by myself. I had to make food and this and that, but nothing with the idea, like, oh, I'm going to become a chef, open a restaurant one day. I just kept on cooking. Always liked it, and then, but I always like cooking like for a lot of people. Like, yeah. don't tell me to do the laundry. Don't tell me to do it. <laughs> just let me cook. I don't want to do the dishes, but let me cook. I'll cook for everybody. Um, and that slowly like started and helping the family. My mom has a candy shop up today. Like she opened. A year before I was born, so she has a kin shop for like over 37 years. Wow. That was like my first job. Like, and she used to sell ice cream and candy. Then later in the years, like one of my things, like she was, she started making some sandwiches. So that was like more of the food portion of the business. Food that would make like savory stuff, not mm-hmm. just like sweets and things. And um, I always say that I learned like to cook with my family, like a little bit from everybody, because I think from being the youngest, like I learned to make some stuff with my dad. Like, so I have a sister that she makes wedding cakes and things. So I'm not a baker. I leave that to her. <laughs> uh, but I just have the contact, direct contact, like within the family, sharing what they know and the influences and everything. My aunties and everybody. So that's I think that's how I started. Like How did you end up here? <laughs> That's a question that I ask myself sometimes. Especially because if you look at the map and the city that I'm from, Brazil is a tiny little city. Uh, it's in the state of Sao Paulo. And um, has maybe like, I don't know, today, 45,000 people. Wow. It's really tiny, really, really small. And um, I was living there through my childhood. My parents have a farm as well. Uh, But when I was born, like everybody was tired of the farm life. Like we have the place, the ranch and everything, but no raising, no crops and no animals. And because that's a lot of work. But I remember like helping a little bit uh, with the cropping like corn and beans and stuff and being so bored of my mind. (laughs) But now I like it. Now I want to do it again. Like, oh, I wish I had Right? <laughs> for a garden and all that but uh, I came to Pittsburgh in 2012 um, so I moved to the US in 2006 I met my ex-husband in Brazil so we decided that we want to form a family be together so I moved to the US in 2000 my son um, was born in Brazil in 2005 we waited about a year and then in 2006 we moved to the US uh, to be together, he was he went to Morehouse, so we moved to to Elena. Uh, that was my first home. We were there like for about six months, and then he graduated, got a scholarship to come to Clarion University. So then we moved to Clarion. And wait, wait, you were in Clarion? Cause that's where I, that's where my parents are 
sense. So that's where I went to school. Yeah. Well, I went to Edinburgh, but I my high school yeah. was Allegheny Clearing Valley. I graduated in 2012. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you was up there too. You know the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and that Walmart, the Perkins, the Applebee's, the Aldi's. Yeah. Get yes. on. Get on. Right? And all that. Oh, yeah. How long were you up in Clearing? Six years. Wow. Six? Six years. Because we moved for him to do his master's and everything. So when he was almost done, I got into college. So then I had to stay four more years. So six years total. From 2006 to 2012. So you went to Clarion University? Yes, I did. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there struggling too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I went, my high school was Allegheny Clarion Valley. Oh, so okay. everybody... Everybody has like a homeschool that they go to pretty mm-hmm. much. I didn't go to Clarion. I was like, I'm not going to Clarion. It's too close to home. Mm-hmm. But I, you ever heard of Kennerdale, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania? It's literally like 20 minutes away from Clarion. So it's like there's Emlinton. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm right there. And right by like Clintonville and Barkleyville oh, yeah. and Grove mm-hmm. City. I grew up right in that area. So you was up there. I don't feel alone. The PTSD. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. A lot of people like, what are you talking about? Like, a lot of people couldn't understand me because I studied English for about four years when I was in Brazil. It was just the intention of traveling abroad and, yeah. like, being able to communicate. Not the intention of moving to the U.S. and being here uh, for li- living. Uh, so it was it was a shock. But at the same time, Elena, nobody could understand me either uh, because, like, oh, you look like us. But then you have an accent. No, you're not like us. And then I was just like, and then I couldn't understand a lot of people. And then I was just like, I got traumatized over the phone. Like talking on the phone, that was something. I was just like, mm. Mm. no. In person, I think we can. Like there are ways that you can still communicate, but when you're on the phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and, and people yeah. get so frustrated so easily. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were there for uh, I was in uh, Atlanta for about six months, and then we moved to, to Clarion, and then she doesn't six. That's okay. <laughs> and then that's when, like, when I graduated, I was just like, okay, we're out of, like, we're ready to get out of here. Yeah. And then, like, where do we want to go? And then Pittsburgh was affordable, and we already knew because living in Clarion, like, had to find stuff to do. So I would come, like, to Pittsburgh a lot, like, to have, like, a social life. Yeah. yeah. You know, and see people like you. And all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I was like, ah, we can do Pittsburgh. So that's when we moved. So since 2012, don't you know? Wow. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. no. That's crazy that they had you up there. Yeah. Up in the sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember, like, the recommendations, like, uh, when we were about to move. Make sure you stay downtown. Like, you don't stay too much out in the woods, like, close to campus and all that stuff. And yeah, because you'll get, you'll get juicy. <laughs> Wrapped on up, especially up there in Clarion. Because, like, yeah. Because there's, yeah. there's literally nothing. The mall's almost gone. I think the only thing that's left is, like, the movie theater and the Walmart. Yeah. Like, just imagine going to Walmart for fun. That That's what we yeah. used to, like... That it's, was, it's depressing, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's 6 o'clock on Friday. That's where everybody is. At oh, Walmart. Wow. Wow. Or at yeah. the Loomis. That's the yeah. one bar, the Loomis. No, and they had a cell block. Not yeah. yeah, they just didn't party as much mm. up at Clary. And everybody, like, just stuck to what they did. I'm glad you got out of there. <laughs> I'm so so glad. So once you got to Pittsburgh, what like how 
did everything start, what kind of traction was building once you got here? So when I was in Claire, I started like cooking a little bit more. Like I did my graduation party. I wanted to like make a, make a big cookout. And I think it was the first time I did like a big batch here in the US. Um, then I got a job in a software company um, that was like a bilingual, so I could speak Portuguese, English uh, at the job. It was like a full-time job, so I was like excited and everything. Uh, and then, I don't know why, I know, I don't know the why or the how, I don't know, but I don't know, but I just remember <laughs> one day I said, I, oh, I remember now, I use, always pack my lunch, so people are like, oh my gosh, what do you have there, what do you have, and I was like, I have this, oh, can you bring me some, I was like, yeah, but you pay me, like, <laughs> like it costs money for me to make food, you know, so, then I started selling, like, all little lunches for my coworkers, like, wow. they, I'll take orders, like, on a Friday, Cook everything on Sunday uh, from home, of course, I have to start somewhere. And then I, on Monday, I'll deliver like mm. for the lunch. And then I started doing that once a week, then grew like just twice a week. And then I left that company and moved to CMU in 2014. And then at CMU, I kind of wanted to do the same thing, but it was different roles. And then it was getting too popular, too much orders for me to do on a Sunday, for example. So I said, okay, what can I do? And then slowly like transitioning, like um, doing more events instead of doing the takeout lunches. And then that's pretty much how I started, like 2014, I did like a catering party and then I did another one here, another one there. I went back to Clarion because there was a bunch of Brazilians there, I think it was 2015 or 2014, I don't remember. But they found out about me and they wanted to order food. So I remember going up to Clarion like with like 30 takeout lunches wow. like for a group of Brazilians that were there like uh, in a study abroad program or something. Wow. And uh, didn't stop since then. Like uh, just rearranging things that I wanted to do, like um, managing my son, full-time job, and then life yeah. and this and that. So it's five years already. Wow. Yeah. Quick, I still I'm not over you being. Yeah. <laughs> I want to think about that all night now. Like, <laughs> so once everything was like picking up, how did the pop up come about? Because I only found out because Mia was like, "There's this place, blah blah blah, you got to come." And I was just like, "Oh no!" Because I've been trying like to look for more like Caribbean food, more like you know things like because we don't have that here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did that come into? play like the pop-up so um well there are two parts of the pop-up i would say so 2014 that's when i started and then i I did a lot of like stuff within the brazilian communities like a lot of events and then but people started finding out about me like wanted to try brazilian food here and there and then um 2017 at that same location that Akaza is now um, they offered me to host a series of pop-up dinners there mm-hmm. so I had this space like for a month every Tuesday and Sunday yeah I did two brunches and then uh, on Tuesday nights I'll do dinner so because when I was working like as a freelance chef or doing catering a lot of times people were like oh my gosh like okay you came here today well where can I find you again yeah. <laughs> and then I said well you can hire me again uh, but I don't have a location yet so the beginning of 2017 I ran for this mom and galley mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how their process is now like to fulfill like the restaurant um, spaces but back then they had a competition between like chefs to see who get a space I was like the 
seven, the top seven, the final seven. Uh, but I didn't get a location. But then I was just like, that. now I want a location. For the yeah. longest time, I didn't want a location. I didn't want it. And then people were like, you should, you should, you know, think about it. And then it was getting to the point that um, in order for me to comply to all the regulations from the health department, I had to be working in a commercial kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but commercial kitchens for rental are not popular in Pittsburgh. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there are not too many of them. And the ones that are there, they're always booked. Mm-hmm. So, like, I used to work for, out of the East Liberty Presbyterian Church okay. uh, for a while, but they have a lot of caterers, and then they're priced mm-hmm. really, really, really good, like, when you have a small business. So, sometimes it was hard for me to get a gig because I didn't have a place to cook for. Mm-hmm. So, then this mom and Gally came, and I was like, okay, I think... I'm ready to find a space. So start the hunt for to find the space. Mm-hmm. Searching here, visiting places, beat up restaurants and super good ones with I rented ten thousand dollars a month. Like how can you make money when you're paying ten thousand dollars a month yeah. for yeah. rent? You know, oh like this is food. I'm not selling dope. My business partner, Tim uh, Guthrie, DJSMI, he introduced me to the owner of the space where we are. And she was the one who let me do the pop-up stairs. So that was a way for people who already followed me to come to me, uh, for me to test the restaurant space as well. Because I don't have a background in restaurant, like uh, in the restaurant business, so mm-hmm. it was it was it was a combination of uh, a lot of little things, and then the pop ups were very successful, and then people were like, oh, you're gonna stay here now, right? <laughs> and I said, I wish, but she doesn't want to rent it to me because at that time she she had her own restaurant there, okay. um, and then on my last pop up that was like December of 2017. She decided she was going to close that business and then remodel and open a French bistro. And then, I mean, it was her place, yeah. you know. So, um, she did all the remodeling, did this and that. And then it didn't go forward. And then, like, uh, May or June of 2018, she offered if I wanted to rent. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was gonna, she was offering just for a year. So that's when the pop-up came in place. Okay? okay, so we have a year. There's a possibility of us staying. There's a possibility of not. I mean, if, of course, if it's successful, if she doesn't want us here, we'll find somewhere else to move to. Uh, and then the fact that... Um, I still had my full-time job. I still have my full-time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of little pieces to see what would work for us based on the resources that we had, mm-hmm. the money that we had that was not a lot, <laughs> the time and all that. So that's when the pop-up idea came uh, came to place. Like, okay, we're going to try this. That's the waters too because a lot of people told me like, oh, yeah, open your place, open your place. But I didn't know those people would follow me. Mm-hmm. So, but they did follow, and I'm so thankful. Like, we were, like, embraced by the Highland Park community. But Pittsburgh in general, even Brazilians, like, uh, the whole community, like, really embraced us. Because there's not other places. I don't know any other Brazilian places. I can count on probably one hand Brazilian and Caribbean places that I know within the city. Because they got rid of Piata. Remember down in downtown Piata was right where you know where Wolfie's Pub is now. Yes. Where works. That used Parada. to be Parada. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They did another yes, thing. Yeah, yeah. Wolfie's Pub. No. Wow. Same owners, but they wanted to change it into a pub. Uh, <laughs> they did. Because that was 
delicious. Delicious. Thank you. It was really good. Really good. You have brought so much. Like, so with the pop up, like, you guys have events. Like, what has so the thing that I like about the space that we have is the flexibility. Like, we have upstairs and we have the downstairs, and uh, so the downstairs we do our own events, but we rent it out for people to do their events as well. So. We had like a live Brazilian concert like a couple weeks ago. It was so packed. Like uh, I didn't even know there were so many Brazilians in Pittsburgh. But it was just like, (laughs) but there are I don't know in numbers how many we are, but I know we are here and all over the place too. Like um, probably you have Brazilians. I was in Clarion. There are Brazilians everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, and then upstairs is the main uh, dining, the, the ni- dining area. So now we are the year mark. Like we finished the first year, and we're staying. Congratulations! Yes. 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 Every time we walk up, and they're like, "Oh, yeah!" Right? So for okay. the second year on, we are working, we're going to release our, um, I don't know if I can say that yet. It's not okay. live. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to work hard. With, <laughs> yeah, we'll have some, and we're going to need community support that, that we're out there. Because we're, we're working to get, a, to get our liquor oh. license. So wow. in a sense that uh, we love that you guys can bring whatever you like to drink. But I know like, a lot of people wanted to drink some. Like, oh, what's the Brazilian drink? Exactly. Yeah. That? So that will allow us to have that on site all the time for our customers. And then we do a lot of catering too. So with the liquor license, we can do in our premises. Or if you do a catering event, we can travel with that too. And provide liquor somewhere else. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Are you guys expanding or anything? Relax. time first <laughs> uh, it's a big space that we have so mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna be um, moving out of there actually no this is funny because I saw an ad on Craigslist it was a restaurant for sale in I think it was downtown and there was another one on Durma and then t- I was told Tim like are you ready <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. that would be cool though <laughs> I'm just glad you guys are on the east side yeah like I'm so happy that you don't have to go all the way to freaking like Dormont or like yeah you know that was my goal from the beginning like be on this side of the tunnel it's just because I live on this side too it'll be a little bit easier and uh, it's so cute over there like we fell in love with the space even like before it looked a little bit different when I visited the first time uh, but it's really like a dynamic space. And, yeah. Do you do profit cooking like for people? Like not anymore. But I mean, I, it can be arranged. It's not matter like of like timing and scheduling. Um, but I haven't done that. The last year I haven't done it at all. Yeah, but I used to. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're about to say something. Oh Sorry. no! I'm say, um, we saw you were recently nominated for the Incline Pittsburgh. Who's next? Food of Bethany 2019. <laughs> for the 11 people making a difference in the city of uh, Pittsburgh for food. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. That I was so happy with that nomination. I don't know who my nominator was. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy and I'm thankful. Thank you, nominator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because, like, 
Pittsburgh, they say the, the food scene is what is bringing people here. So that's incredible. I think so, too. Like, before we opened Casa, we did a couple workshops. Like, uh, there was a workshop that we did uh, with Nielsen Rising. Just, like, to pick our brains and with the ideas that we had. Because one of the... Um, the, the things it hasn't happened the last few months but on Mondays and Tuesdays we are closed to the public but on Mondays and Tuesdays we allow guest chefs to come in and then do their own take on whatever food they make so uh, we get we had the like, guest chefs uh, making Syrian food like a Syrian refugee was making food uh, we had Chinese Indian Puerto Rican, uh, Polish, like a mix of every, uh, like a bunch of cultures and everything. And um, I was so happy like to be able to provide that space for people because basically a year and a half ago that was me cooking out of somebody else's kitchen that she offered me the space that I could try my own concept and my own food and see if people liked it. That is awesome. That, that is, is really, really cool. cool. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about being like a woman of color here in Pittsburgh starting your own, like especially about the statistics that I was talking about, like <laughs> pretty much telling us to get the fuck out of here. Like how does that make you feel that it's like yours and like you're like the face Give me <laughs> You know, because that's just powerful. Like, to, you were just saying you were cooking out of somebody else's, like, shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, now it's, like, yours. Yeah. Like, you're the head chef of something, like, here in Pittsburgh where we don't get a lot of credibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel really good. It's special. And um, I hope I can serve as an example to other uh, ladies. Not just in cooking, but uh, that uh, whatever they want to do, that uh, they can put their hat on and then just go and fight whatever they want. Because you're like a mom. You're a sh- I, 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 I just found out you had a full-time job. I was like, wow. But I'm not married. So that helps a lot. Oh, <laughs> somebody sent to me that I like you spend about 10 hours a week with just husband duties and I was like oh, wow. those are my 10 hours <laughs> <laughs> yes. I never thought about it in that way you gotta care about a whole other human mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not against marriage people right. <laughs> all your heart <laughs> but I'm just saying what works for me right now we right. 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 <laughs> like okay What are other things like? I mean, you're a mom. You work. You have a restaurant. Is there something that like you want to do that you haven't accomplished yet? Like, I want to travel more. I mean, I don't know if that's um, professional goal. Do you go yeah. home at all? Like, I go. My mom was here over the summer with me, so uh, when she comes, I usually don't go. So I'm not going this year. But I was there last year. We were there for about two weeks. But uh, I go visit uh, pretty much every year. Because I've never been to Brazil. How is it now? Like, um, It's a big country. I like Brazil a lot. Politically, it's not the best time for us, minority, mm-hmm. here or there. Yeah. You know, so going back to that question. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's not the best place uh, but at the same time that's where home is and that's where my family is so I really recommend uh, that people go and travel and see uh, with their own eyes it's, it's such like a different and diverse country like when I went last year I went to the Northeast to a state that I've never been before mm-hmm. and um, it was like same country speak the same language but at the same time totally different the food is different the culture is different like the people are different uh the people are much smaller like i saw um a friend before uh, so a friend uh, a friend li- lived there but her mom is still there so when i was going her mom said kayla people are gonna know that you're not from here and i said why it's like because you're too tall <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> And then I was like, really? Even like, even the black people, everybody like really, really short. Like I remember buying this skirt on the street. This lady, like she was, she was like here. Oh my gosh. She, and, uh, but it was, it's the same country and um, different everything pretty mm-hmm. much. But at the same time, um, it's still Brazil, it's still Portuguese that we speak. And uh, I think people sh- should try to go if you can, if you have a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's on my list of things to like go to because I've been all around for Brazil. I need to go. How's the weather? Well, it depends where you are. It depends on the time of the year. So where I'm from, I'm from São Paulo. So that's in the southeast. We get winter, uh, but it's not six months winter. Like it could be some days it'll be thirty two, the other be fifty five, the other be seventy eight, the other be eighty five, and then it drop again and all that. Mm. Um, but it really depends where you are. But if you go to Northeast, it's pretty much like Florida all year long. Like, wow. uh, it's always hot. We have the rainy season, but uh, it will be always pretty much warm all the time. Wow. My last question is, mm-hmm. sorry, what is your favorite food? Like, what do you eat? You get tired of costumes? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm Gemini, so I... Oh, <laughs> Yay! We get Yay! tired of things sometimes. We do. <laughs> Guess what you did? Guess what you did? <laughs> wow. <laughs> The chicken, the chicken always has my heart. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fried chicken? Yeah. 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 I know. 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 I I was like, yeah, let's just bring it out. Let's bring all the sandwiches out. <laughs> let's just do this. Right? So, we have like a whole table full of food. Spread. Just a whole table. Every time. Every time we go. Uh, I'm not ashamed. And it's like priced very, very well. Affordable. And you're tasting something that's authentic. Because you know a lot of places around here will give you something from a different country. Mm-hmm. And they try to charge you like we're idiots. Yeah. And I feel like that's really great especially on the east side of Pittsburgh where kids can try mm-hmm. new things right. in Highland right. Park yeah. on the east side and it's giving people opportunity to try something that they might not be able to either one afford or be around that type of culture because not everybody gets to go to DC or New York City to experience certain things so I appreciate that because yes. that was a that I've never had Brazilian food until I came yeah that there. was like um most of the recipes that we do um 
are my recipes. Um, some are like family that I adjust a little bit. Some are traditional Brazilian recipes like the feijoada, the pork black stew, pork bean, pork black bean stew that we serve on the weekends. But I have my own take on that. Um, and um, that's one thing that I wanted, like that I wanted to make sure about the food that we offer that is affordable. It's good. And uh, because like yourself, I've been out <laughs> many places and like, oh my gosh, that's what they're serving and yeah. that's yeah. what I'm paying for. Right. So if they can do this, I think I can do it too. And um, the finding, uh, a question that I get a lot is, where do you find ingredients? Mm-hmm. How do you make this authentic? So it was a process to get where we are because uh, I wanted to use as much ingredients that we could find locally possible so that helps to keep the cost low because I can be super authentic and import everything but then the price is gonna go super high so I use everything that we can find here pretty much I have a few things from a Brazilian vendor that I that I ordered but keeping local helps um, keep the cost down and it stays just as good I can eat there over and over and over. Like every every, every day. Yes. But there are some sweets that I like too. We have, um, I don't know if you guys had the desserts. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yes. 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 All day. My mom. Every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) that sauce is like. The caramel is just. Perfect. It's not too sweet. It's just right. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I want to say this out loud because my grandma don't be listening that much. You make better churros than my grandma. Oh, grandma! You do. You do. She lost her little hand and everything. Oh. She hasn't been making them like she used to back in the day. Oh. But a churros is hard. You gotta have the right recipe and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I appreciate it. <laughs> no. I do. It's like the closest thing to Caribbean food. Yeah. Like there's yeah. not a Dominican place that I can just go to and be like, can I have some Dominican food, please? Mm-hmm. They don't have any of that. Like, so it's like the closest. They have the, you know, the Jamaican spots and everything. So that intertwined, I'm, I'm humbled. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. But like, you just want authentic stuff sometimes and not like process stuff. That... And that's kind of one of the things that I missed too when I moved because I was not used of like eating out that much back at home mm-hmm. so like I always say like the mo- best meals I think growing up that I had were at home or at people's home but it was never like at a, a restaurant or something so when I moved I was just like okay <laughs> what's happening with this food over here mm-hmm. <laughs> um <clears throat> so the first time I cooked I remember I was just like I can't eat this food. <laughs> it was my own food, but everything tastes different. Like the water tastes different, the salt tastes everything tastes different. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh god, what's gonna happen? Like oh. I have to stay here. Like I don't have an option. Like because I came like with K one visa, we should get married, so we have to stay for a little bit in the country before we can go back to visit. And then I was just like, okay, what can I do? So playing the with the ingredients, whatever I was able to find and everything, but I. My, I think one of my biggest um, desires, I'd say, if that's the word, um, with casos have the authentic flavor that are sometimes Brazilians come to me like, that tastes like my mom's food, that tastes like my grandma's food. So I was just like, yes, mission accomplished. Because, yeah. like, that's gives so you, good. like, um, helps you to 
relief a little bit of that missing of home that it has because some people who are here for a lot of years they never get to go back and stuff but then when they go to Chicago they're like oh yeah Aww. it was just like Brazil so. yeah. But where can the people find you, Kayla? People can find me at Cas. <laughs> <laughs> five nine zero four Bryant Street, uh, one five two zero six. We are in Highland Park, uh, Pittsburgh. Yes. And we do takeout. We can order online. <laughs> you can dine in with us. You can host your event with us, and uh, or we can cater your party at your own place. Right. That's and awesome. Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Casa Brazil. Uh, Casa Brazil with an S. Uh, Brazil PGH. Uh, mine is Kayla Cooks. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. This has been a, in the making for some yes. nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, so happy to be like, like, here. That's what I was telling Tim today because I was like, first was the house fire, right? And I couldn't come. That was just crazy. And then the second time was the night before that I fell. I was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) We're patient. We're just glad that that you're you're here. So, in one piece. Yeah. So, thank you so much for having me. And I remember, like, the first time I heard about you guys was Tim coming back. I think he was serving that day or somebody. They said, there are these girls outside. <laughs> they said they have a podcast. <laughs> girls running shit. <laughs> I don't have to talk to you. I going to run this whole shit here. <laughs> so oh here I am. God. Thank you so much. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yeah. Everybody's cleansed. Everybody's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow us on our social media. Um, Instagram is girls running shit. Um, Twitter is girls running because sh- they censored us, so that is with two H's. Am I, you know, right? Yes. Two, two, yes. Yeah. Twitter is also two H's. You know where to find us. Facebook I mean, got three. Yes, yeah, uh, Facebook yeah. got three. We got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, quick announcement before we go there will be another Speak Your Truth November 2nd. Period. What's the location, Mia? It is at the. Bricka Lodge. Yeah. Bricka Lodge downtown. It's across the street. It's like adjacent to the August Wilson Center. Yeah. So it will be at the Bricka Lodge Theater November 2nd. Doors open at 7.30. Just watch out for the promotions that are coming up. We have some great headliners. We just got to confirm everything. It's at a great location. It's a little bit... It's bigger than glitter box and everything. So tickets will be available on Eventbrite. We'll keep you posted with everything. Sorry, shout out to Kat Burton. Yes. yes. Um, thank you so much. She really helped us out in getting the venue. Thank you, Very Kat. appreciative of it. Um, and she's doing a lot of great things herself. So yes. please watch out and follow Kat on Instagram. Yeah, so. she's amazing. So she's doing a lot for the city right now. She's yeah. super young. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening to episode 30 of Girls Running Shit. And... Yeah. Yes. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.